choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's Kells. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 181. I am back for another week. What up, y'all? Um, so... Um, look, before we get started, just want to make an, I told you I'm, uh, last week, I'm, I, I'm gonna say it every week, so I'm forget I'm gonna move to Podbean, I'm trying to, uh, do some other things, so, but, the rollover will be seamless for you, don't worry, I'll just come on here one day and be like, yo, I'm on Pod, uh, Podbean now, and then, you know, I'll give it a couple of weeks, I guess, and then I'll get rid of the other one, of the SoundCloud, um, but I just want y'all to know, and then the second thing I want y'all to know is, I appreciate y'all listening and telling y'all friends and all that. And I appreciate all, I get a lot of advice about this. I hear y'all, I know, but I just, I got to do one thing at a time. I have it planned out how I want to do it. Um, I appreciate everybody's advice, but like I have a whole lot going on right now. I'm doing this. I have a job. I'm going to be studying for the bar soon. Don't worry. It's going to take up a lot of my time, but I'm still going to do this every week because when you're studying for the bar, you have to have release, and so this is going to be one of them, so don't worry, y'all won't be affected by that, maybe once or twice, but not too much, but I got a lot going on, all this stuff costs money, so just bear with me, I'm doing this a little bit at a time, I'm doing what I can at at, at a time, so just, I, I appreciate all the advice and all the well wishes, I get it, some of y'all know what I'm trying to do with this, some of y'all don't, so some of the advice applies, some of it doesn't, I appreciate it, but check, trust me, I got a list, and I'm checking it off, but, you know, I'm only one person, and I just, my time is very limited, those of you who can be up all night, you know, doing, doing this, God bless you, but I don't have a job that I could be up all night, I need to be alert and awake for what I do to pay my bills, so, just wanted to say that. But thank y'all for listening. Please continue to tell your friends. Please continue to retweet. And, um, you know, thank y'all. All right, so let's get started. Um, yours in negritude is going out to Rihanna for her Super Bowl rejection. Honestly, like, I was not shocked by that. Um, I think those of us in the Navy pretty much knew that she had turned them down because it just, like, they had asked everybody but. Or, you know, and it was like, Brianna is, look, I know everybody got their fave, but the reality is Rihanna's the biggest pop star in the world, and you're not going to get to the Beyonce's and the Bruno's and the Katy Perry's and the, um, uh, I forgot who, uh, oh, the Justin Timberlake's, you're not going to have them on without having asked Rihanna, right? So I already knew that she probably turned them down. Because it was just like, you know, she did the little commercial for them, and it's like, dog, like, this is the, you done hop, you hopping around every, like, uh, literally everybody has done this, except for the biggest pop star in the world. So, I already knew that, so I was not shocked. Um, she threw in there that it was in support of Colin Kaepernick. I'm sure that that's one of the reasons, but I think she just didn't, because she, I mean, she don't really need it. Like, I, the Super Bowl is one of them things, like, either you do it as a legend, you know, as a legendary artist, or you do it as, like, you're at a peak, you know, you're one of them artists that's on the edge of, like, really breaking out into superstardom, and you do the Super Bowl, and that sends you over. 
Rihanna doesn't really need either one of those. Fenty Beauty is killing it. Um, you know, her music is killing. I mean, her old albums still selling, still streaming. You know, her new album we're waiting for. I mean, she don't need it. She literally does not need it. So, I think she just was like, I'm busy right now. I, you know, my fans are begging me for new music. I, I ain't got time for that, so I'm really not going to do the Super Bowl. Um, personally, I would like to see a full Coachella. So what I think is going to happen, I told you before, I think once she gets done, whatever she's doing with Fenty Beauty, and then she'll have time to roll this album out, that's when we'll see, okay, as part of her new album tour, she'll probably hit up Coachella, and, um, you know, maybe if Made in America is still going on, she'll headline that again. That's what I think, but, like, I just, I didn't, I, I was not surprised, and I think they probably asked her probably before, actually, Kaepernick, and she just you know, threw that on there, like, I just, I, it just didn't make sense to me that they would not have asked her already, I, I, I figured that she had turned it down, um, so, she, anyway, but shout out to her, to her for that, everyone's like, oh my god, I'm a fan of Rihanna now, look, man, look, if you just now getting around to Rihanna, you late, and honestly, like, <clears throat> sorry, it's, it's rules to the Navy, like, we don't just let anybody in, it's rules, our standum is very classy. We have rules. We have we have guidelines. We don't act like these other standums. We don't do a lot of this shit. A lot of y'all other groups do. So it's a it's a strong vetting process because you know we don't be out here. You know we are very distinguished. We are very distinguished clan. Like you know we love our queen, but we don't make outlandish assertions. You know if a certain you know outfits every once in a blue moon she might have an outfit or something we don't really care for or just you know not it there's rules to how we handle that so we don't just let anybody in our city cause we don't you know if she put out a song God, you know every once in a while I told you I don't like birthday cake she put out a song we don't really like you know we don't do that oh it's the best song like we don't we, our stand our stand universe runs different okay the navy is is elite alright we don't do a lot of what these other standums do so it's an application process it's a vetting process everybody don't get in and quite frankly if you are just now getting on the Rihanna bandwagon in 2018 I, I, I'm just sorry we're going to have to just reject your membership like I don't know you could be an ancillary member you could be a Navy sweetheart you know I don't know but you, you I, I just we're not really taking no more no new inductees in 2018 because I mean like yeah, clearly you don't have class taste sophistication because where you been all this time okay Anyway, yours in negritude, Robin Fenty. Alright, so, got quite a like, lot to get to this week, and then even more today. Um, so, where to begin? Okay, so let's begin at the silly stuff first. So, yesterday on the tweets, somebody accused Kylie Jenner, or I'm not, you know what, I don't even really sure. I feel like a lot of these news medias, or these, like, companies or brands or whatever, they know that, like, you know, controversy sells, and so they try to, like, you know, gin up controversy, because there was a tweet yesterday talking about people was acute, there was a tweet of, I guess Kylie Jenner did some ad for, I'm not even sure who it was for, some designer, and she had her hair, like, teased up, and they said that, you know, according to this tweet, people were accusing her of cultural appropriation. Now, the only reason I believe this tweet is because, as I've got on here and said many times before, you know, y'all jump, people jump out the window with that cultural appropriate, and there's really no such thing, that all culture is appropriated, we eat 
pasta and, and all the things we eat because of cultural appropriation, all right? We do a lot of things we do because of co- cultural appropriation. All culture is appropriate. That's how, that's how it uh, permeates. What you're really complaining about is misappropriation, where somebody is taking somebody, some, uh, disrespecting somebody's culture or not really, or just putting it on and not really understanding what it is or playing with. That's what y'all are complaining about, but whatever. I, I died, you know, I died on the hill a long time ago. And now I'm a skeleton on it. But that is actually what you're complaining about. And a, and a whole lot of what you guys are, you know, claim is appropriation is not. You cannot own these things that you think you can own. But my friend was telling me the other day, I was talking to my friend about it, and I think she's right about this. We're about the same, and we're Gen X. So we were, apparently, we were the last generation of kids that went to school, that went to, like, integrated schools, where, you know, we went to school with all different kinds of people. Apparently now schools are really back-segregated, particularly in, like, the South and other places, right? And so my friend was telling me that the issue is that she and I and us of our cohort, we went to school with white kids, black kids, Asian kids. We all went to school together. And these kids nowadays, and, and kids from places like, you know, in the Midwest and down South where things have always been segregated, they grow up their whole lives, they only go to school or be around black kids. And so when they get grown and they see white people, this is like the first time that they've ever seen white people and they don't have any and they don't know. And so when they see a white person wearing hoop earrings, they say they're appropriated because they only associate with that with black people when that's not really so. If you went to school with us in the 80s and 90s, you know that the white girls had the hoop earrings too and they had their little hair up and the little poofs too. It's like, it's a look. It was always a look. You know, we grew up hip-hop. Everybody dressed the same. So my friend was saying that that's what it is. Like, these new millennials, the schools, you know, they really got back with the charters and the privates, and, you know, everything really went back to segregated. And these kids just they have not been exposed, and they really grew up in, like, segregated environments. And so they think when they see a white girl wearing, like, you know, quote fingers, you know, what hip-hop girls, where they accuse them appropriate. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, um, back in the 80s and 90s when we, Gen X, pioneered this look, everybody wore this. This is how everybody dressed. Like, what are you talking about? Hip-hop was the shit. Everybody dressed like this. I don't know what they did in Kansas or wherever you're from, but this is how people dress. And I think that that's it, because a lot of this stuff, like, oh my god, they're wearing gold teeth, they're appropriating. Everybody had gold teeth back in 88, babe. White, black, Puerto Rican, it was what you did. It was the look. We had the chains, we had the name belts, we had the earrings. It was not a black, white thing. So, and I think she's correct about that. So, um, Kylie had her hair teased up and like what we used to call, and I'm not sure if this is a slur or not. If it is, I'm sorry, but this is just what we used to call it. If we called the Jew froze because the white girls that the Jewish white girls and the Italian white girls that were from like Queens or South Philly or where, wherever you're from, where those types of white girls were from, that's how these, the hair used to look. They used to wear their hair like that, like they would tease their hair out, and they would have their little name earrings on, and that's how they used to dress. Or it would just be so fucking humid that everybody's hair was looking like that. It didn't look like an afro to me. I said she looked like the white girls from Queens, and that's exactly to me what she looked like. Um, But, you know, again, like, we coming from these environments where y'all don't see white people, y'all not exposed to white, oh my god, that's an afro. It It didn't even... Not only was it not appropriating, just because it wasn't, it didn't even look like an afro. I was like, that doesn't look like an afro. That looks like how white girls tease their hair up. Like, it looks like a jufro. That's what we used to call it. So, 
somebody tweeted that, you know, I don't know, guys. I think we're just tired of Kylie. I mean, actually, quite a few people were like, nah, that's not really it, y'all. That's not appropriate. Like, white girls, we see them looking like that all the time. Like, that's not... That's not an afro number one, and that is that's not a look. That's not what they're. That's not what that is. Like they're not going for that look. So, but that's just. A, I think that's interesting. I think that's true. I think that's why all these complaints about appropriation come up for things that are not appropriation. Like the whole. Like a few weeks back when y'all were talking about the Aquafina with the black sin. I'm not arguing that again. I'm sure she puts it on a little bit for her persona. Sophia Vergara does the same thing. But if y'all don't know Asians that talk and grew up like that, I just don't really know what to tell you, but I do. Every, every, I grew up with, every Asian I ever grew up was, was like that. Like, I don't know these new ones. I don't know. They coming from Shanghai or whatever. I don't know. But like, y'all act like they're supposed to walk around in their native garb and talk Cantonese or whatever. And if they try to talk like they from, you know, New York City, they appropriate. That's just not the case. Like, I don't know what to tell y'all, but they be, they be from the Bronx and Queens, and they grew up and socialized just like us, and they talk and what, like, I don't, you know, I don't know, clearly where you're from, you're not exposed to that, and so you think that she's putting on a black sin. It's like, you could call it a black sin, or you can call it she's probably just imitating the accent of people that she grew up with or her friends or people that are next door neighbors like how the, the language that she hears every day she's imitating that and probably put again the showbiz putting a little emphasis on it but like that's it's not a black scent like that's that's how people talk where they are from um and I guess you're just not familiar with that um so yeah so real quickly let's move on to um you know, the midterms and all these elections are coming up, and, you know, I really want this, her name is Stacey Abrams in Georgia, the black lady, I really want her to win because, you know, she's a black lady and the first black female governor would be great, you know, in the state of Georgia, even greater, and I think she has the people to win, they seem very enthusiastic about her down there, but I don't think they're going to let her win. I think this whole thing, that her opponent is the guy that's in charge of counting the votes and certifying the winner, like, I don't think they're going to let her win. I mean, it's Georgia. It is still Georgia. And I understand that Atlanta is a city in Georgia, but the whole, like, <laughs> one of the main reasons why Atlanta is not an attractive city to me, because y'all can say all y'all want. At the end of the day, y'all still in Georgia. You drive five <laughs> you drive five miles outside the city, and you in Bumblefuck Slave County, Georgia. So, you know, I don't know if that, I just, I don't, I don't see them, I don't see them letting a black woman governor be over the state of Georgia. I just think they're going to take it from her. I think they're going to do whatever they got to do to make sure that lady don't win. And here's, here's the key thing. And here's what I keep trying to stress about why all of this we doing really don't matter because we lost in 2016, because whatever occurs, if they do some shenanigans, if they swift the votes, whatever, her only recourse is to sue, and so that's what she'll likely do, and it'll go up to the courts, and then they'll repeal, and it'll go up in the courts, and they'll appeal, and eventually it'll get to the Supreme Court, and we know what's going to happen when it gets there, so that's why I keep saying, like, I'm glad, you know, it's just, I'm not, it's not, a, it's not apathy, I'm not apathetic, I care a whole lot, I'm, I'm furious, I'm outraged, I care a whole lot, I can't believe that you, you know, people just were so fucking stupid, and, and, and or naive, that they allowed this to happen, but they did, and it's like, it's over now, it's a wrap, like, I, it's, it's, it's I'm not apathetic, I'm realistic, like, this is what has occurred, has occurred, like, you have literally flushed your future down the toilet, because whatever happens with Trump, or doesn't happen with Trump, all these judges that he's important, has just 
with the help of the Democrats has seated and gone to the Supreme Court, like this is what they're going to do. They can do whatever they want to do, and it's going to start little by little. Now you see they're trying to unpersonalize transgender people. Who's going to stop them? Congress is not a check. What are you going to do, sue? You're going to go to the Supreme Court? What do you think is going to happen? Then next thing it's going to be illegal to be gay. Oh, we can't, you know, you have to accept the heterosexuality that you were born with. And then what are we going to do? We're going to sue. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. Then what happened? Then it's going to be, you know what, we don't really know about if, you know, this 14th Amendment and the freedom of slavery. We don't really know about that. We think we should be able to make slaves. And then what are you going to do? You're going to sue, and it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Like, you know, so it's like I, I just... I I'm, I can't. I'm just waiting. Like I know that the second, sh- I know that the shoe is going to fall. I know all the shoes are going to fall. Closet full of shoes are going to be falling, and I'm just waiting. Like, okay, what is going to be? Are they going to kill us outright? You know, might be, might be the best way. Are they going to start a war and we all die that way? Are they going to, you know, put us back in slavery? Are we going to be in concentration camps? Like, what is it going to be? Just what is it going to be, so that I can know and figure out what my reaction is going to be, okay, am I just going to shoot it out and say, fuck it, you know, what, what is it going to be, I just, I just want to know what it is that's going to be, because this blue wave, it's not coming, this, 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 we're going to fight back, we're going to take our country back, how, how are you going to take it back, the time to fight and to keep, and to take, keep your country what it was, was in 2016, and you failed, and I just don't know what it is that you think is going to happen, I don't, they control everything, and the Democrats are, they, their heads are in their ass, so even if there is a blue wave, they, they are not on, they, they on the bullshit too, they just letting this dude sit all these judges, like they don't fight anything, so, I mean, I just, I, you know, everybody arguing back and forth, I just, I'm like, I can't argue, I'm just, wait, what is it, please, just tell me what is it gonna be, are we going to concentration camps, are we going to firing squads, what are we going back into slavery? Just what are we? Do- what is it going to be? I just please let me know so I can come up with my plan. Cause I'm either going to do that or I'm not. You know, so I just need to know. If we're going back into slavery. I- I'm not doing that. <laughs> like I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna have to figure it out. Either they're gonna have to kill me, or you know what, niggas? I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to be a house nigga and start telling all you niggas. Hey, he voted for Jill Stein anyway. Hey, massa him over there. I saw him. Purposely drop some cotton out of the bag. I'm I'm just saying everybody's supposed to get 500 pounds. I don't know what he's over there doing. I have my 500 pounds. You said we'd get an extra pound of bacon. I just want you to know, can I have his pound? That's all. I I, I, I I'm just saying I need to know what it's going to be. Okay, we're going back into slavery. Okay, well, is it like slavery? Slavery? Are we doing the light skin, dark skin? Because listen, you know. I, got, I gotta, I, I gotta get through this, you know, what can I do, I'm a veteran, is there, is there some kind of, can I, can I elect out, I mean, I am a veteran, can I like, you know, be an overseer or something, I don't know, I gotta do what's best for me, cause y'all niggas done fucked up, and can't nobody count on nobody, so I got to do what's best for me, I'm just saying, let me know, I'm not going to no concentration camp, I'm not turning into no handmaid, if I got to be fucking nigga, no, I'll just go ahead and don't kill me, I'm not, no, I'm not taking out my eye, I'm not having no niggas babies, just go and kill me, go and kill me, I'm good, it's, it's worlds other than these, I'm good, um, you know, I just need to know, I don't, I don't have this, you know, I, I just look, I just look at people, just, 
like y'all are crazy because it's like I you don't really understand like you can march all you want I get it like I just feel like people are just trying not to lose hope but I, I you know I just think this hopeless I think so I mean hope springs eternal it always springs eternal but I just I think people just don't really I think people don't really understand that you know, you dropped the ball, like, all you liberals and third parties, like, y'all trying to act like y'all didn't fuck it up, but y'all really did, yes, <laughs> and it's, you know, I, I just, I don't know what to tell you, so, uh, I said all to say, I don't think they're gonna let her win, if, look, if by some miracle, I mean, again, not a miracle, I think she can win, here's the thing, we have the numbers, we have the people, if it was a fair fight, we win, but we, it's not a fair fight, it's not a fair fight, this shit is rigged, and it's rigged at every stop, so, you know, I don't really know what to say, like, I, I, I don't think they're gonna let her win, they're gonna, they're already fucking with the machines, they're doing all this voter suppression, and Democrats are useless, the Democrats are doing nothing about it, nothing at all, you know, your man is going around giving speeches, uh, you know, they're not, do, what is, what about the voter suppression, bro, what are we gonna do about this, how about explain to these people what the Supreme Court is about, bro, why, you know, how about you had tried to seek the seat that you had when you had a, uh, when, when it was important, you know what I mean, like, it's just like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting to see what's happening, I hope she wins, I hope this blue wave comes through, but I'm just, I hope y'all are prepared for the fact that they're not gonna allow that shit to happen, because why would they? What's gonna happen if they don't? They gonna, you gonna sue? So, yeah. And, um, let's just keep rolling with this. So, Megan Kelly, who is a fucking racist bitch, and I don't know why any, I don't know how she ever got her, again, I've said this before, Megan was on Fox News. All these morons in this country watch Fox News. They would watch Fox News if a goddamn monkey was anchoring. I don't know who decided that it was Megyn Kelly that everybody wanted to come see. Then they tried to make her some fucking feminist icon because, you know, she got into this back and forth with Donald Trump, but Donald Trump played her like he played, like, none of these white people know how to deal with Donald Trump. None of these white people know how to deal with a loud, brass, dumbass bully, because none of these white people are fucking real. And they don't know what it is just fucking punch, like, nigga, when a bully, you have, the way to deal with a bully is to fucking push back. You can't accommodate a bully. You can't act like he's not a bully. You gotta snap. You gotta snatch his fucking chains, punch him in the face, take his fucking sneakers, and kick him again. That's the way to deal with a bully, and none of them know this. So you know, somehow she got elevated as like, cause she ta- cause she tangled with with Donald Trump. Donald Trump played the shit out of her and continues to play the shit out of her. And I don't know how she got to this elevated status that people think that people wanted to see her. Nobody wants to see her. She was never a shit. The bitch was on TV arguing that Santa Claus is white. Like, this is nobody who is here for this bitch. They are not. They watching Fox. They watching the propaganda. It don't matter who give it to them. So this dumbass is, she's I don't know how low she is. Somebody said 47. Grown ass woman on TV talking about she don't know why blackface is offensive. Bitch, you know why the fuck blackface is offensive, okay? Everybody knows why the fuck blackface is offensive, okay? And if you don't, a quick Google will let you know. But shout out to Melissa Rivers and a lot of people, and I get this point, a lot of people was like, look, and this is actually, no, not, 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 let me not breeze over it because this is a good point. White people, 
it's time for y'all to do y'all part. We have been saying these things since the founding of the Republic. We have been fighting back against these things since the founding of the Republic. It can't be us all the time. It can't be, oh, somebody says something racist and everybody white turns to the black person and explain why it's racist. It can't be that. Y'all know what's why it's racist. Y'all know what's why it's wrong. And y'all have to start speaking up and correcting y'all own people. It cannot be on us okay, y'all know why the fuck blackface is right, you know it, you know it you know it, and you know that disingenuous bitch is being a fucking disingenuous bitch acting like she don't no way in the world you don't know that, but shout out to Melissa Rivers, and a lot of people gave her, you know, drama, like, oh, why didn't they say anything, but actually, I think she, I think she, what she said was actually right on point, because without, the thing is, and what I say with this all the time like, you can't, when you, you when you argue with people who say dumb shit, when you try to debate them or try to act like what they're saying is not dumb shit, you actually give it a platform, you actually give it more credence than it deserves when somebody says dumb shit you don't, you just, you don't all the time have to address it you can just, you can just brush it aside and you can do what Melissa Rivers did, and what she said was and I'm gonna paraphrase, but what, what she said was decent, cause you know, Megan Kelly's playing ignorant and she doesn't know why it's racist and blah 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 first of all, the point was made, and it is obvious that if you are white people love to say either they don't think something is racist, or they don't understand how something is racist, it's not for you to say it's not against you, it's not, it's not about you, it doesn't affect you, a bunch of white people sitting around the, the table talking about what is, what is racist, is something not being racist, is foolish, it's like a bunch of men sitting around the table saying they don't think something is sexist, well, how, based on what, what would you know about it being sexist, you can't sit around and say that you don't feel offended, something doesn't offend you, you're white, you're white, who cares what doesn't offend you, nothing, first of all, everything offends you, unless it's about, you know, black people, then all of a sudden you don't understand offense, but outside of that, everything offends you, but who cares, who cares what, no, it's not a question of what offends you, and so Melissa Rivers, I thought what she said was great on several levels, because the first thing she said was, she didn't even address the stupidity of her saying she didn't know why it's racist, and by not addressing that, what she's saying is, bitch, you know exactly why it's racist, and everybody sitting here knows why it's racist, so I'm not gonna get dignified this stupid shit you're saying right now with a response, except what I'm gonna say to you is decent people, people who are decent know why that is racist, people who are decent know why you don't dress up as a Nazi, people who are decent know that you don't, know why you don't walk around with swastikas on, nobody has to tell them why, nobody has to explain to them why it's offensive, because they're decent people, so basically what she was saying is, you raggedy fucking bitch you sitting over here trying to justify this blackface shit, you know why the fuck that shit is racist, you wanna do it anyway, cause you're a piece of shit because that's what piece of shit, you, you and all these Trump supporters and all these Trump people are fucking deplorable pieces of shit and you just want to do ignorant racist deplorable shit because you're ignorant racist deplorable people and we're not going to pretend like it's anything else so 
decent people do not need to be told why that is blackface is offensive. That's the first thing she said that I thought was great. And and, and shade, immaculate shade. And the second thing she said, because then they, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they, they whenever you say to them, they're always going to come back because they're not really trying to understand. What they really want to do is argue and, and be right. And so before she even got whatever her next point was going to be out of her mouth, and then Melissa Rivers was like, and anyway, if somebody, why is, why isn't somebody saying that it's offensive to them? Please don't do it. Why isn't that enough for you to not do it? Again, because you're a deplorable piece of shit and you don't respect other people and you want to do what you want to do and you don't, and that's it. And you don't want to hear why somebody else thinks it's offensive because if you were a decent person just the fact that somebody says it's offensive and please don't do it should be enough for you not to do it but no you want to sit on TV at your big age and act like you don't know why blackface is offensive you're full of shit talk about well when I was and first of all it's just it's not only is it offensive it's fucking juvenile and stupid are you retarded are you dumb you mean to tell me that you can't, unless you put on black, darken your skin up, you can't dress up like Diana Ross and nobody will know who you're Diana Ross. You can't put on a wig and a gown and a bunch of jewelry and oh my God, who are you? Are you Beyonce? Are you Cher? Are you, who are you? Oh, you got, oh, you're Diana Ross. Like, seriously? Like, it's so stupid. Like, you think nobody's gonna know your fucking costume unless you put darken your skin up, we know who the fuck you are, bitch, Diana Ross look like, everybody knows who Diana Ross is, everybody knows how to pull that look off, you don't have to paint your skin brown, bitch, you stupid bitch, like, it's just dumb, on top of all the other shit it is, it's fucking dumb, are you slow, do you need help, are you okay, do you need assistance, do we know, need to get you some benefits, because you, you're, you, apparently you're very stupid right now, that you think that you gotta put on brown makeup, or won't nobody know who the fuck you are, for your fucking stupid ass Halloween costume, you stupid bitch, talking about, oh, well, when I was young, blackface, you are 47 years old, Megan, you are older than me, but not by much, that means we were kids at the same time, no, it was not, not in the 70s, not in the 80s, and not in the 90s, was it ever okay to put on no motherfucking blackface, not ever, it ain't been okay to do blackface since the 20s, when, if you would just Google, you would find out why it's so offensive in the first place, because it was meant to demean black people, it was meant to dehumanize black people, it was meant to paint us as dim-witted fucking apes and monkeys, and not the fucking best people that God ever put on this earth that we are, that's why it's offensive, you stupid bitch, and you know that shit, and that's why you're doing it, that's why y'all pressing so hard to do it, because you know it's fucking offensive, because if you didn't know, you would be like, oh, okay, well, alright, I guess I won't do it, because don't nobody push hard to do something, unless they really want to do it, if somebody, a Native American come up to me right now, and be like, hey, you know, if you cross your, uh, your fork and your knife, that's actually offensive to Native Americans, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, I won't cross my fork tonight, you know what, because pr- I'm not pressed to cross my fork at night, but it don't mean nothing to me, oh, you say it's offensive, fine, I won't do it when you're around, cool, you only, you press to do it because you know it's offensive, because you want to be the fuck racist, that's why you're arguing people down, you know what the fuck you're doing, fuck you, I hope you get fired, you have to low, they got rid of Tamron Hall, and I forgot who else they said they got rid of, and paid you twice for both of them was getting paid, and your ratings suck, nobody watches your show, you're not a serious journalist, I don't know why they think you are, um, they put you up there against Vladimir Putin, like you Barbara Walters or some fucking body, that fucking basic ass bitch, Vladimir Putin ain't gonna answer your questions, you fucking dingbat, she's a dingbat, 
Why do people think she's a serious journalist? The bitch is on TV arguing about Santa Claus. Why do people think she is a serious journalist? She is a fucking dingbat. She never asked, she doesn't ask any questions that are poignant. She doesn't get any poignant answers from anybody. She's like, she's like, I don't even understand why, like, why they think she should get a show. Like, all of a sudden, because, uh, Donald Trump insulted her. All of a sudden, she was like, goddamn Walter Cronkite. Like, that bitch is a goofy. Anyway, fuck Megyn Kelly. Hope she get fired, but I know she won't. Um, so the other thing I want to drop, <laughs> touch on quickly, and y'all might not know this story, but on Twitter, I think it was a couple days ago, uh, there was an incident in Texas, I think it was, or somewhere down south, where they showed her this video, security video, some chick, runs up to a door with a toddler, a two-year-old or one-year-old, I can't remember, a bag of diapers, whatever, runs up to the door, knocks on the door, takes off running, and speeds away in the car, and leaves the toddler on the porch. So, the, you know, of course the headline was, you know, uh, wherever they was at, area toddler abandoned, if anybody get any information, you know, blah, blah, blah. So comes to find out that this toddler was the son of two people who, you know, baby mama, baby daddy, whatever, restraining orders, they don't get along, blah, 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 and so this fucking dumb bitch is because the, I don't know, the baby mama and the stepmom got a restraining order against each other, and so their solution to dropping this baby off without, so there wouldn't be no issues was to do this, was to run up, leave the child on the porch, knock on the door, and run away and speed off like you robbing the bank what kind of stupid bullshit, y'all are three goddamn adults, and this is the only way, like, dog, listen, society's in trouble, and I, listen, I, I don't, I don't like to get on, on this topic, because I, I'm gonna say what I said, and I mean what I mean, and niggas wanna come back with respectability, and this and that, look, shut the fuck up, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about right now, you sound silly, and I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, because it's correct, society is in trouble, because these, y'all motherfuckers is out here having these kids by motherfuckers, you don't even know their last name, you don't know if they got fucking mental illness in their family, y'all don't know nothing, y'all just having these kids by these people willy-nilly to and fro, and I'm not trying to say that everybody gotta be married in the family, I'm not saying all that, but like, but like, these poor kids are, like, how are you gonna raise a healthy kid when it's three of y'all big grown fucking adults, and y'all can't figure out a way to exchange a child without fucking abandoning him on the porch and speeding off in the middle of the night, like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? None of the story made sense. First, she's talking about she's on the phone with the mother, and, and the mother is trying to tell her where it's at, but I guess the house she was supposed to take it to was next door because the mother didn't know the address. How you don't know the address of the place where your child is going to be at? What if you have to call the police? What if you have to call the ambulance? What if an emergency occurs and you need to go find your child? You don't know the fucking address of the house where your child is going to be at? What the fuck is wrong with you? Number one. Number two, you sit your stupid ass friend and y'all's plan because you have a restraining order or they have a restraining which means the child got into some fuck shit before because they have a restraining order for you. Your plan is to leave the child on the porch and run? First of all, bitch... I thought that's the point of sending your friend. The friend doesn't have a restraining order. You do. So why can't the friend just go to the house, ring the bell, and turn the child over like she got some sense? Or better yet, since it's the father that you are taking the child to, how about y'all just get, fucking act like adults for five goddamn minutes so that y'all can meet in a neutral location or wherever the fuck y'all gonna meet at, and you hand him over the child with no problem. Instead, you leave this poor baby on the fucking porch abandoned. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, these, listen, man. 
we in for some trouble, cause these people coming up is, they, like, Ayala, listen, y'all know I, I laugh at Ayala a lot, but Ayala said something, I think it was on last week or two weeks ago shows, that is a word, and it is poignant, she said a lot of people are not being raised, they are just growing up, and that, oh my god, that shit hit me in my chest, because that's what it is, like, y'all don't have no kind, listen, and I'm not, again, I'm not on no respectability, my parents were not married, I am a child out of wedlock, my dad had a whole wife when he had me with my mother, but those problems we did not have my my my, I had my mother's side of family it was you know it was a struggle but I didn't know it my father I didn't this child support and all of this and all that I never knew none of that whatever I needed I had it again my mother would send me to my father just okay you gonna go with your dad I would be with my daddy for months weeks at a time like it was, he'd take me to school bring me up all of that and then my mom would be like hey I want my baby back whatever it was never no problem so I don't, so I'm not talking, I'm not on no respectability, but like, goddamn, like, you gotta be responsible, like, y'all motherfuckers just having these kids by anybody, just having them, you don't like the baby mother, y'all out here, these kids, and the kids are suffering, like, where's your, like, I just, I, it's not going, it's not going to turn out well, it's not, children need stability, they need adults, they need guidance, and y'all motherfuckers is out here raised by roaches, and y'all kids is getting raised by roaches too, like, oh my god, are you kidding me, three grown ass adults, and this is what y'all do, and that is dumb ass bitch on the TV, talking about, I feel like it's all my fault telling the story, you stupid, you're stupid, first of all, what kind of father is this, because you knew your child was, was coming over, right, so, your child ain't show up, you ain't think to call, or look, or nothing, like, what if that baby, would she come and she saw the lady come to the door I don't know how, cause she literally knocked and took off running and, and, and sped off, I guess y'all can see this video it's like they was robbing the bank, why are you speeding off stand there until whoever it is comes to the door, collects the child what are you fucking doing, you dumbass I mean, but what if nobody would've came, that baby just would've been out there and where's the fault, like you not looking for your son, like why are you on the phone with the girls dropping it off why isn't the girl who's dropping your child off on the phone with the father? Hey, father, um, you know, as agreed, I'm dropping, you know, shorty off. Where I'm going? She don't know that. What's your address? Where I'm going? These dumb bitches on the phone going by the house. So, of course, she drops it off at the wrong motherfucking house. Like, uh, I, I just, you know, I, modern medicine is too powerful. Like, like it's too many people surviving, like, y'all, some of y'all motherfuckers should not survive, I, like, I don't know what's gonna happen with these kids that are being raised by y'all, like, you know, I'm not saying you gotta get married and all of that, but, like, if you gonna have a kid, like, you gotta, y'all gotta be responsible, cause it's not just about you, that child don't deserve that, that child don't deserve your fucking, you, <laughs> like, I'm I hate to say it, but like, you're terrible parents, I don't have no children, but I was a child, and I know people who have children that are good parents, and y'all, and I know it when I see it, because you're supposed to put your child first, you're supposed to put the best interest of your child first, you're supposed to want the best for your child, and wanting the best for your child does not mean treating your baby mama like however, and don't want to pay child support, and and doing all the fucking bullshit y'all do, like, who raised y'all? Who raised y'all? Like, I don't understand how you're a parent of a son who's d- complaining about paying child support and it should be like $100 a month. Like, why do I even have to put you on child? I have to put you on child. And I know nowadays people say just go to court and get it put in place so it's no problem. I get that. But I, my, my mother never did that. 
my daddy was not on no child support, my mother be like, the tuition is this, the school closes that, um, it wasn't no bills thing, cause my, you know, my mother's family had money, and she lived, the house that we lived in was, my grandmother owned it, she had property in Philly, she owned it, so we lived in that, so it wasn't none of like, I need you to pay my bills, none of that, it wasn't none of that, but, tuition, school closed, take her on vacation, take her here, take her there, it was nothing, it was nothing, my dad, sometimes my dad, would just come up sometimes and hand me money. Don't tell your mama here. Take this. Nigga would hand me just wads. Like I don't even. I was like eight or nine. Like I don't even. I don't even know how. Much, no, it wasn't eight or nine. Should be. It was, I was like three or four. My mom died when I was seven, so I had to be younger. So I was like three or four, outside playing. Cause my where where we lived, where me and my mom lived at was not too far from where my dad's store was. So so a lot of times on the way to work or just on a break from work, he would just you know come. I would be outside playing. He wouldn't even say nothing to my mom. I would just be outside playing. He would just come up. And he'd be like, here, take this. He was just hand me not to cash. I'm like, just don't tell your mama. And I was but you know, I would just have cash. And I remember one year for for Christmas, I used to put like all my toys and stuff in this like one little shoebox. And my mom was trying to figure out what um she was putting my Christmas list together and she was like, I ain't get y'all got you got all these motherfucking toys. I'm not buying no more. Let me figure out what toys you got and what toys you don't got. And so she went in the box and she was like, it was like a thousand dollars in the box. And she was like, What the fuck? where's this money from, and I was like, oh, daddy gave it to me, <laughs> she was like, this is like a thousand dollars, I was like, he yeah, he just gave it to me, sometimes he come after school, and he gave me the money, my mother was looking at me like, so she went and took that money, and put in a little, you know, back in the day, you had a little savings account, they give you a little book and shit, so she went and put in the account, and she gave me a little book, and she must have said something to my dad, because after then, he like, he was just, he stopped giving me just loose cash, <laughs> like, Nigga, I was like four years old outside with like two hundred dollars cash in my pockets, just playing. Anyway, um, I don't know that fucking life that y'all putting these children through, but these children deserve better. These children, you know, I just y'all three dummies. Back to that, y'all are three dummies, three grown ass adults, and y'all can't figure out how to how to exchange a child other than that. Like, ugh. We, 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 we in trouble. We are in trouble. We are not going to make it. Okay, so, I wanted to save this last thing. And it is the journalist, and I'm sorry I did not look his name up, but it doesn't matter. Because this journalist, American Washington Post journalist, went to the Saudi embassy in Turkey, and they murdered him and cut him up, and then they lied about it. And our, and y'all's president, y'all, y'all voted for, just shrugged his shoulders. Now listen, y'all know I'm a veteran, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, I've been to Iraq, Afghanistan, I've been to war. You are not, you can say whatever you want about this shitty ass country, you can say whatever you want about our decline and all of that. Some of it may be true, some of it may be not. But you are never in life anywhere on this globe supposed to be able to murder not in, I'm not talking about in war and I'm talking about you know they didn't went over there and committed a crime and they got you know sentenced to whatever and y'all just did whatever I'm not talking about that I'm talking about murder be it on they on vacation be it they on a cruise they still looking for that Natalie Holloway girl and she is I guarantee you she been ate up and shit out by sharks long ago they are still looking for her you are not supposed to be able to kill an American citizen anywhere on this globe and not suffer repercussions and this motherfucker that y'all done put in the White House is so fucking horrible that people all over the world know that they can do whatever they want to do and I think that he knew that that journalist was going to get killed, I think they probably 
if they didn't tell him directly, they said something like, hey, this guy right here is getting on the nerves. We're going to get rid of him. He didn't do anything. He gave him a nod. And what I want to say about it is everybody, the media, is tackling this story like, you know, like they tackle everything else, shock, outrage, oh my God, and it's ta- y'all been saying this, uh, any of the people and stop this off on the press and all this, and I just want y'all to know that, you know, back in 2015 and 2016 when this shit was going on and everybody was saying, hey, this is not a joke. Why are y'all giving this man this platform? Why aren't y'all reporting on this Russian interference? Why are y'all focused on these emails when this man has not released his taxes? He has these ties to Russia. He has all of this fraud and criminality and all this shit is going on. Why are y'all not reporting on any of this? Why is all this time being spent on Hillary Clinton and these emails and y'all doing everything for clicks and y'all acting like this is a joke why are you doing this, this man is dangerous, if this man gets in this country will not be the country that you know anymore and it's like they think that they can, they thought that they can do all this shit and hype all this shit up and let him get elected cause hey it's good for ratings and ignore the calling the Mexican rapists and all the racist shit that we were all saying that he's doing right now. That everybody, every time he does something, everybody's so shocked. Even though he said it the whole time, he never had no platform. What he's doing right now is what he's been doing the whole time, which is basically going to rallies and talking a bunch of shit and getting these motherfuckers riled up. And now that a journalist has been killed, all of a sudden, oh, stop calling us the enemy of the other people and all of this. Where were y'all at? Where were y'all at? The stakes were high. This is what we were trying to tell you. That shit was not an isolated incident. That was a motherfucking warning. That's letting you know we will kill you motherfuckers and won't nobody do nothing about it. What do y'all think is going to happen? That was a fucking warning. They killed a Washington Post journalist. Didn't even try to cover it up. Buried his ass in a backyard and told y'all some cockamamie ass fucking story. And now y'all acting like it's just, oh, well, look at the horrors of Trump and blah, 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 and, 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 and spent two days talking about, oh, well, you know, dissecting their stories if it could possibly have been true. They killed the man. It's a fucking lie. Y'all didn't want to tell the truth. Y'all didn't want to print the truth. Everybody was telling you this is dangerous. What you are doing is dangerous. And now he's killing y'all, and we supposed to give a fuck. Perhaps if you would have reported on all this shit when it wouldn't matter, he wouldn't be in the office, and now this wouldn't happen. That was a warning. They killed a motherfucking U.S. citizen and nothing happened. What you think is gonna happen the next time one of y'all say something? It is just as easy for one of them to call y'all up. You know what? Hey, come over here. We're gonna tell you the real story on the Russian operation. We know what happened. Call one of y'all asses over to wherever, and now you're gonna be dead next. And he gonna shrug again. Like, that's, that's what the, y'all, it's like, y'all don't understand what's going on here. That's a warning. Nothing was done about it. He murdered this man, and nothing was done about it. So guess what? The next time, it's going to be easier. And, and y'all don't seem to be getting it. Y'all don't seem to be understanding. That wasn't an isolated incident. That wasn't a show of every, all the stories just like, oh, well, this is, this guy is taking over Saudi Arabia, and he's supposed to be freedom, but is he really? He's cracking down. It ain't about Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia gonna do what Saudi Arabia's gonna do, as they always have. That is a fucking oil country. Them fucking sheiks have been running that shit over there since the the, the first man, and they gonna be running it over there, because that's how that shit, those motherfuckers have money for 
ever. Like they're not going to be dem- they're never they're going to do whatever they want to do in their country. They've been doing it for millennia. They're going to continue to do it. It's not about freedom or no freedom over there. That's not what that shit is about. They kill every journalist they want over there. Y'all not going to do shit about it. What well, that was a U.S. Washington Post reporter that was letting you know we can kill you and nothing is going to happen. And then lo and behold, today we got all these bombs at CNN and that had Obama and that Maxine Waters and that Kamala Harris and that and the Clinton's house, all his political op, all his political enemies, um, down in uh, Florida, Debbie, whatever her name is, all his political enemies got bombs today. Y'all think that's a coincidence? That's, they are letting you know, we will kill you. We killed this journalist, we'll kill you. What's going to happen? So I don't understand what people are not understanding about that. Everybody's talking about this like it's a, it's, what does it mean for Saudi Arabia? It don't mean shit for Saudi Arabia. It means shit for us right here. Because this motherfucker is, is, you're killing reporters now? Not just killing them, you, you're premeditating their murder, cutting them up with a saw and burying them in the yard and then telling us a story like we all stupid as y'all are. Like, the, like I, I feel like people don't really understand what just went on here. That was a fucking warning. These bombs, that's those, these are fucking warnings. And now we're going to be subjected to this, oh, well, this is just a, you know, the rhetoric on both sides. It's no both sides. It's no two sides to this. There's one side that are decent human beings who want this country to stand up and be what it says it's going to be, who wants to move forward, who wants to do, believes in science and wants to try to do something about global warming if we can, whatever this point, who wants people to be able to have their rights, who wants people to have good jobs, who wants people to be able to have a future, who, you know, doesn't want, you not try to build a wall and do all this nonsense that these clowns want to do. And then it's these fucking horrible people over here who want to be racist, who want to be sexist, who think that it doesn't matter that somebody's sexually assaulted somebody, they should get to sit on the Supreme Court, who thinks that you're going to build a wall, who, you know, oh my God, these hordes of, of, of roving refugees are going to come and steal our, like, our, our, our houses or our jobs or whatever. There's, there's decent people and then there's the rest of you. There's not two sides. Liberals aren't running around putting bombs at political in Like, they need to... Whatever the, in 1995, there's a law that was passed that allowed Fox News to do the propaganda that it's doing. They need to repeal that shit because Fox News has destroyed this democracy. Fox News is a propaganda arm of the state and it's destroyed America and it has, it, it has these people believing all this nonsense and all this bullshit and the American populace the educate, it has torn down the education system it's torn down the unions, it's torn down everything that has made America great so that people don't know how to assess information, people don't know the difference between legitimate news info wars, bike down the streets blog, the bullshit on Fox News they don't know the difference and so they believe this shit and, and, and now they're running around you know and, and if you think the fact that they sent these bombs and they got intercepted is a coincidence, now look, if y'all been listening to this a long time, y'all know I've been telling y'all this shit, and I've been right. Everybody else want to argue with me, I'm like, listen, man, you say what you want to say. I did Intel for seven years. I did this exact thing. I chased these exact people for seven years, I, and I was good at it. I know them well. I know what they are doing. I know this shit when I see it. I've been in Afghanistan. I've been in Iraq. I've been in Dubai. I've been all over. I've chased these people. I know these people. I know what they do. I've been in these other countries that have authoritarian leaders, that have had revolutions, that, you know, walked up in Saddam's palace and all that shit I've done that, 
I know what this shit is. So, do at me like I'm crazy if you want to, but I've been right about everything thus far, because I know what this shit is. And a lot of other people know it too. I'm not in the intel anymore, but I bet that I bet you NSA and CIA, I bet them niggas are stressed the fuck out. Because I know they got everything and they don't have nobody that can give it to or act on. They're probably keeping things from this clown ass president because he's not competent. I know. Because when I worked there, when George W. Bush was the president, and we knew that he, and he's far more competent than goddamn Trump, but we, we kept certain things from him also. Because we were like, oh no, they're going to take that and manipulate that and try to do this, try to do that, just, just hold that back. So we did that with George W. Bush. I know good and goddamn well they keeping a lot of stuff from Trump. Not just because they just don't want him to have it. They don't want him to have the secrets because you see what happens. He invites people in the Oval Office and just tells them top secret information. So I I know that they're holding shit from him. And and if you think it's a coincidence that all these bombs got intercepted, it's not. This probably was a test to see what's going to happen, and, and coming later something's going to happen, and I told y'all it's going to get spicy, when these fucking elections go through, and the shit don't go the way y'all want, it's going to be spicy, and look personally, I'm not here for the old oh, let's calm down, personally I'm here for the smoke I ain't going to lie, because uh, it's time we done tried to do it your way you, you know, you put this voting, the whole point of representative government is so that people don't kill each other, that's basically what it was <coughs> sorry we had the American Revolution that was started with a war, the Boston Tea Party, taxation, white representation, King George tyrant to the white people, all of that. They threw that off, and the whole point of throwing that off was like, we're not going to be subjects to a king, we're going to be citizens. We're going to have representation, we're going to choose our representatives, the representatives are going to serve us, we're going to have this voting process, blah, blah, blah. That's the whole system. Well, that system is not working anymore. It's being manipulated, and the people's vision is not the one that it's going through. It's the corporations. And so, this whole, we have to come together, that everybody's gonna be on, I'm, I'm for the smoke, because it's time for smoke, we've been doing this for how many years now, we in 2018, and these motherfuckers are trying to take us back to 1900, I don't know about y'all, I ain't got another hundred years, and I'm not even that old, we missed, luckily, we born after civil rights and all that, we don't know segregation, we don't know Jim Crow, we don't know slavery, we don't know none of that, we was born after that, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to fight another hundred years, so, it's gotta be, it's gonna be right now, so whatever they gonna do, liberals, y'all, look, these fucking establishment Democrats, they're gonna have to move around, one way or the other, because these motherfuckers on the other side wanna drop bombs, they wanna do all this shooting and shit, we gotta be ready to thump, we gotta be ready to thump, because <clears throat> what's gonna happen is, they gonna keep doing this shit, and there's not gonna be no response, and they're gonna get emboldened, and they're gonna think that there can't be no response, and then it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse, and then the war's got you know, then whatever's gonna break out, it's gonna break out, it don't need to get to that point, because I'm telling you, all these motherfucking yahoos talking about a new civil war and all this, listen, y'all can't beat the United States Army, y'all can't beat the United States Army, let alone the Navy and the Marine Corps and the Air Force, I know y'all watch TV, and everybody think it's just people watching around with guns, that's not fighting, it's not like that anymore, I, I was in Iraq, and I was sorry, I was in Afghanistan in 2006, but we had laser beams that have set people on fire, okay we had camouflage that makes people invisible so in other words I, I, without explaining how it works there's 
this the stuff that you could put on a plane or a person or whatever, and it makes them camouflage. You know how the Predator? Remember that movie, The Predator from the '80s, where he would look like the background? They have stuff they can do that. They had stuff that I'm sure it's way past what it was when I saw in 2007. But there's stuff you can put on yourself, and I could be standing right in front of you with the weapon, and it will just look like the horizon. You can't see me until you get to within like three or four feet of me, and by that time you're already dead. Okay, all kind of technology. Bombs are not, it's not like in World War II where you fly a plane over and it's a pilot. That is old shit. Niggas are sitting in Washington, D.C. or in Kabul, Afghanistan or in Baghdad, Iraq and they are sitting at a, a it looks like a giant video game and they're driving, <laughs> they're driving this fucking drone plane and they drop bombs on you from miles away. Okay? They have tanks that can fire over the horizon. They have, they have the weapons, they have weapons that can fire around corners. They have all kind of, like, you have no idea about the sophistication of these fucking weapons that they have. So these people talking about, oh, we're going to put your little muskets in your gun. Listen, one fucking battalion of Marines, you wouldn't even need the whole army. You would actually just could use the National Guard. Could, like, y'all are not, we have stealth bombers. We have, you have no, y'all don't know, because y'all, not, y'all not in the military and y'all never been to war. Y'all don't know the kind of shit we have. In 1991, we attacked Iraq. The motherfuckers uh, surrendered in two days, and you would see on the news they would have one fucking soldier with a rifle marching thousands of Iraqis through the deserts. Them fucking Iraqis used to, we had these drones, these like surveillance drones that used to like just go around. These motherfucking Iraqis was running through the desert for days chasing these drones, trying to surrender. Trying to surrender to the drone, because they just was like, we give up. We don't, y'all fucking us up right now. We these bombs and shit, we ain't know what's going to be all this. They were chasing the, these drones in the desert for days. It's, it's fucking, and this is in 1991, surrendering to drones. The technology is beyond anything you could think. We're not even going to get into, like, the intel and the operation, operations and all that shit. Technology, there ain't going to be no, you ain't fighting the federal government, is what I'm trying to tell you. All right? So... What's going to happen is, if you don't fucking address this right now, they're going to get more emboldened and more emboldened and more emboldened. It's going to get to the point where we're really going to have to send troops down there and fucking kill them people up. And personally, I'm fine with it. Because I feel like it's too, peop- too many people here anyway. And, you know, we need to get some of these people out of the paint and show them this shit ain't sweet. But it's just, this this what we're doing, the civility, and this we got to cut. It's not... We're not coming together. Like, it's not a problem of coming together. We are together. We're not the issue. It's not a two-sides thing. It's them over there, and it's all of us. We're trying to be decent human beings and live decent lives and, and move on, and these motherfuckers are not. So whatever it's got to be, it's got to be. And I'm not even going to turn on the news because I can already hear it. I, man, look, I know y'all like Barack Obama and all that, but them all they all coming through with that bullshit. I want to hear that bullshit. I'm ready for some smoke. I want to hear somebody be like, yo, they need to find out who did this, they need to prosecute them to the fullest extent of the, uh, stand of the law, they need to put these niggas under the jail, and the next one who do it, y'all going to get twice more than them. Like, I don't want to hear all this, oh, it's it's not rhetoric. Nobody is rhetoricing. I don't know, whatever. The, <laughs> I made that up. Nobody, it's not rhetoric. There's people over here, excuse me, with facts and science and truth and saying things like the tax cuts don't work and this man is a thief and this, that, and other. And these, these niggas over here saying all this wild, crazy shit. It's not rhetoric. There's one side that's telling the truth and another side that is a bunch of wackos. And somebody to stay up and, stand up and say that. And, you know, if it's going to be Kamala Harris, I don't know because she's playing the. Kamala Harris is smart, she's playing the politics game. 
she's trying to run, so she's not gonna say nothing too crazy, but Eric Holder, they got that tape of him when he was like, yo, they know when they go low, we go high, no, when they go low, you kick them, and I know he probably wanted to say that for a minute, and that is the fucking truth, that's how you deal with a bully, you cannot reason with a bully, you gotta punch them motherfuckers in their face, and you gotta put your foot in their fucking neck, and you gotta hold that bitch there till they, till they fucking drown in the mud, or they give up, and if, they, and if they don't give up or do either one, then you just keep pressing till you crush their fucking skull open. That's how you deal with a bully. Until we get to that, it's gonna be this bullshit. So keep stay woke. Like I was um, where I work at is right around the corner from CNN. They actually evacuated. I couldn't even go to lunch. So they evacuated right where we were. Right, I work right in time, right in Times Square in the theater district. So keep keep your head on the swivel because those bombs that whatever that, whatever that was, that was a test, that was a first wave, because all of those bombs sent to all of those places, none of them got through, that was intentional, that was intentional, and some, that none of them got through, if they, um, I keep saying, they running up on these people in these restaurants, I think that's kind of staged, but, somebody gonna run up on somebody with a gun, and then it's gonna get spicy, so, just, I'm trying to tell y'all, stay woke, I've been, I, I've been seeing this shit, and it's, it's, it's so obvious, and I don't understand why and it, nobody else can see it, like, are we that far removed from, like, reality, or, like, are you, are people, like, I don't know, look, my background is very different, I, again, my background is very, I've, I have done things that nobody else has, has done, I have done things that nobody even knows it can be done, so I look at things very differently, okay, but I just, is, are people really that fucking naive and just not understanding what is going on, that they don't see these things, like, do y'all not see what is happening, like, this is not a game, like, I feel like people don't understand what is really happening, like, dog, they killed the reporter, they murdered him, and cut him up, and buried him in the fucking yard, and was like, we don't know what happened to do, and your president was like, oh, well, they said American, an American citizen, not a diplomat, not a soldier, which would have been bad enough, a fucking reporter for the Washington Post, and everybody just like, oh, well, this is terrible for Saudi Arabia, no, it's terrible for us, it's terrible for us, for Americans, because what that means is ain't nobody safe, because your president will let them do whatever he wants, and he'll just sit there and shrug, like, what the fuck is going on? You're not supposed, the Marines, fucking Marines will put that, that fucking dude of season two serial, Bergdorf, or whatever fucking stupid ass name was, nigga, he was a deserter, he was a deserter, we went to get him, because we don't leave people behind, we don't allow people to be dead in other countries, or killed in other countries, and no consequences, we went out, bought you back, kill whoever is responsible, and get you back, we send our dead home, we don't leave people in other places, we don't allow American citizens to be killed, it don't matter who you are, we'll deal with your fuck shit when you get back here, but to the world, we a gang motherfucker, and you don't kill one of us with no concept, we'll kill, we'll come wipe your whole fucking piece of shit ass country out for this piece of shit motherfucker right here, cause you don't try us, and they just let him kill this dude, so guess what, sorry, and I don't know why people can't see it, but I'm telling you, that that's what it means, it means that anybody can be killed, and nothing will occur, and I don't know why media not picking up on this, alright, so, (coughs) I've been talking long enough, and as always, 
I'll be fine all day when I get on the mic. All of a sudden, I'm gonna start choking and shit. Mm. I was gonna give y'all a review of Halloween, but I haven't gone to see it yet. But I'm gonna go see it this weekend. I heard it's really good. I heard it's really, really good. Um, I can't wait for the Freddie Mercury movie to come out either. I'll give y'all a review when I see it. Genghis Kicks, yo, another week for trash. But what I did is I went. There's a sneaker shot. I usually don't tell y'all where I get my shit from, but I'll, I'll let y'all know a few secrets because I got, you know, always got something on my sleeve, so I'm not worried. But it's one place where I get a lot of my kicks from. And they have a really good Instagram page. I'm going to put up some of this. They do, like, they have, like, classic shit, but they have, like, also, like, custom. And they have, like, some stuff that, like, is... Not that it's, like, limited edition, but it's hard to get. Like, you know how they release some things regional? They have, like, special editions, and it's, like, you might not know about it. They have a lot of those, so it's called GC Skate Shop. They have their um, I'm gonna put their I'm gonna put their shoes up. But if you go to Instagram page, the link is in the um page, and you can get a lot of dope stuff from there. So they got a couple pair of Vans. They got a couple. They got all brands too. A couple pair of Nikes. So I'm gonna put them up there for y'all. Um, yeah, but this week's sneaker drop has been trash. Um, I don't know. We just on like an ugly sneaker phase. I don't I don't know what's going on. I do because Nike, man, you know. I don't know what they're doing, they're trying to do this tit for tat with Adidas and all these other shit, and it's like, Nike, I wish y'all would just remember who y'all are, y'all put out, y'all shoes y'all are putting out are perfect, these three, um, 284s are perfect, the Vapor Maxes are perfect, like, stop, re, like, remixing them, like, stop putting remixes on the shoes, like, the, they got this new version that look kinda like what the Adidas is doing, them Adidas are ugly, like, stop, I know niggas are wearing them, but like, just because Boost is like, gaining a share in the market, y'all still Nike, like, y'all are Nike, nobody, nobody's ever gonna, you're Nike, like, do what you do, y'all make fly kicks, y'all make classic kicks, stop trying to go tit for tat with these other brands, they putting out ugly shit, these niggas wearing these shits, but they ugly, and they not fly, and that first Vapor Max, now they got this, they got like this adjusted bubble sole, because I guess they trying to keep up with the boost, so you don't need all that, it's ugly, that you made the upper ugly, just stick with the Vapor Max, just come out with colors, whatever you want to do, stop trying to gold tit, let them wear them, them, them fucking boots, them shits is ugly, I don't care what nobody's saying, them joints is ugly, and them other joints they put out look like Frankenstein shoes, like stop it, like stop trying to improve on perfection, y'all make a shoe and it be perfect, you don't need to do nothing else to it, just let it be, let these other niggas scramble, cause that's what they doing, they trying to be Nike, so stop coming, it's like what I said last week with Drake, like stop coming down to their level, let them do whatever they gonna do, but like I don't like these new Vapor Maxes, man, I don't like them, and the problem is, when they do these newer issues, it's harder to get the old ones, so if you just want the classic ones, it's hard, because they got all these new ones out, it's like, I don't want this trash, so anyway, I'm gonna put the GC Skate Shop joints up, it's, a, it's some nice pieces up there, y'all could go to their webpage, and um, I mean to their grand page, and um, you know, buy what you want. Alright y'all, so thanks for listening Thanks for asking This is episode 181 I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter You can reach out to me there like some of y'all do Hey what up, thank you for rating me I see y'all, I see y'all getting leaving reviews Please continue, please tell your friends Again, I'm taking this to the next level Once I get on Podbean I'm a, It's gonna be, you know, I'm trying to get on, I'm gonna be on Spotify I'm gonna do a whole lot of things I'm gonna update the webpage But I'm one person nigga And I got a lot of shit going on So just one at a time But um, we're gonna grow this Um you know, and, yeah, so, all y'all that have been there since day one, I appreciate you, all of those that just came along, appreciate you too, um, and, um, see y'all next week, peace.